Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on gas conservation. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. McKay Tautu. Hi, Garth. Voice of happiness, as always. <laughs> it's not such a beautiful day in the neighborhood today. Oh, McKay. not out there today. I hope whoever's listening to this has sunny skies, because we sure don't. You drove here in a uh, cloud of fog Inversion. and Inversion. gloom. We try to be warm with each of these podcasts to exude warmity, but... Warmity, that... one of Garth's new words. Yes. Yeah, I think I just invented it. <laughs> he does that. <laughs> so let's just say that we're deciding that we're going to do better in the gas conservation category, McKay. This is important. And especially on a day like today when you just want to turn your thermostat up and climb underneath a blanket and just sleep. Yes, your, your not because away. you're depressed, just because it's gloomy outside and you just want to stay warm. It's less gloomy when there's a blanket. Yeah. Okay, what do we do? Okay, so I guess the first thing we can do when it's gloomy like this is use more blankets and less thermostats. Oh, that's what you're getting to. Let's talk about that door as you came through. You know, I just got a thermo camera not that long ago. And, of course, with each new home inspection toy that I get, there's always the tryout period. So okay, I, tell me what a thermo camera is. So, basically, a thermo camera tells you where it's hot and where it's cold and where it's kind of in between. Ah, so if you have a drafty door, it's going to take you right there. Yeah, this kind of reminds me of, I want to say, the three little pigs, but it's not that story. <laughs> <laughs> but it was too hot. So so this thermal camera that's actually the, tells that's you... That's the three bears. Yes, thank you. The porridge was too hot. Pigs, bears. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> so if you want to know where the door is too hot versus where the, cold, the door is too cold, and maybe the door in certain places is just right, right? Right, like the mom. Like, the like, mother is always just right. Exactly. Okay. This is what the men must learn. <laughs> if you've got a thermo camera like I do now, you can point that camera at different spots around the house. You can look at the ceiling and, you know, if you've got different extreme temperatures between certain areas, maybe you've got a raccoon, maybe you've got bees that are nesting. See, maybe that's you've... things you wouldn't think about. I'm sitting here thinking of drafty windows and doors, but you can look at areas and know, ah, oh, that's under the attic. There might be some thing up there, right? Yeah, and you might actually have maybe a water leak uh, oh. that will show up with these thermo cameras. Okay. So they are getting much less expensive than they used to be. We used to be talking thousands, now we're talking hundreds. That's because we're starting to live in the world of Star Trek. All yeah. of our gadgets. Isn't that kind of nice? Okay, so... So a homeowner could get these, by the way, if you wanted to. They're available on Amazon, and I'm sure I'll put up a link so that you can just get it from my website so that it's easy. But as you look at these, what I found is I got underneath my doors, and there was one corner in my backside patio door where it was just a free flow. Oh, wow. And then I also noticed that it showed that I had an open flow actually at the handle because the handle and the hole that they drilled for it 
are misaligned, so there was quite a bit of cold air coming in. So could you see there. light coming through, or is it just well, air? Once I got down on my hands and knees, I could actually see the daylight happening there. Okay. And so are we talking about weather stripping and the little floor sweeper? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yes, we are. There's just some different kinds of weather strip you can do. If you don't have the thermal camera and you don't have anybody you can borrow from for somebody like that, maybe you don't know a home inspector, you can actually just put, if we're talking about doors, you can actually put your hand, first thing you do is you just kind of look. If you got daylight, you're losing heat. Right. If you don't have daylight, you could still be losing heat and you're going to want to just put your hand around the edges, especially the corners, to make sure that you are you know, not losing any more heat than you have to. So we've talked about doors before, and you said that it really doesn't matter what your door, what type of door you have. The most important thing is the seal. So making sure that you do have that weather stripping and you don't have any gaps, right? Yeah, you can have a metal door. You can have the thick wood doors. And, you know, there may be some minor differences, but where you're going to be really losing your heat is around the perimeter of those doors. Okay. So what about windows? Because we used to live in this little tiny house that was built in the 1940s. And those windows, they were not double-paned. And I, we used to put plastic over. <laughs> we're so ghetto. Yeah. But we used to put plastic over our windows because it was a breeze. And yeah. just air. Just It didn't even have to be a breeze. But the air would just be cold. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I've lived in one of those kinds of homes myself where you've got the heat turned up and it, you know, it is on 72. Actually, we kind of cheated and we turned it up past that before. Mm. And the home still felt cold because you just got these drafts and you walk through and you go from 40 degree temperatures to 72 back to 35. And you know, maybe not quite that drastic, but, you know, the place felt cold. Right. And so in order to be comfortable, you got to jack the uh, temperature way up, and then you're burning all kinds of... And you're just throwing heat to the outside. Yeah, you're just speaking of keeping your money in your wallet. Yeah, that's yeah. bad. So what are you looking for in windows? Are you, you're looking for double pane, a certain kind of glass? Double pane, yes. As of right now... The older windows are generally going to be, you know, if you've got a home that was built in the 70s or 80s and it hasn't been updated, you probably do have an, the old aluminum window. Mm -hmm. And those suck. <laughs> Can you say suck on your program? <laughs> I just did. Those are not very efficient. <laughs> that is what he meant. Yeah, the nice thing about all this is I get to be me, and if they don't like it, they can just go to the next guy. Okay. Sorry, children. <laughs> don't talk like the home medic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Please be aware of that. Okay. So anyway. You've got the old aluminum windows, and then back in the day, back in the 80s, they tried wood for a while and those were uh -huh. supposed to be cool they were a premium cost but they warp yeah but they're wood and wood is organic and as you know as a matter of its nature it's going to be unpredictable and you know what's awesome is when you get a couple layers of paint on it <laughs> then you try and open and close it yeah had those two yeah then you've got to be a sumo wrestler to get it on okay so so how are we saving gas so we are saving gas with the windows a, by not having aluminum windows. Okay. I mean, you just want to go with vinyl. B, 
it's hard not to buy anymore. You know, anything double pane, but you want to go double pane. Right. And you want to get a good one. You also want to make sure if you're going to go that far and actually replace your windows, you want to make sure that the gaps around the window mm-hmm. are properly sealed. It's a very simple thing to do. It involves uh, the expanding foam insulation. But I have owned homes where it should have been done and it was not done. And as a result, the home feels drafty. Mm. Yes, I can totally see that. So I'll be moving into a home in a couple of weeks where the entire back of the house almost is windows. Nice. And they're treated. It's beautiful. It looks over a whole valley, but they're treated. And I guess this has more to do with AC, but I'll just ask you. So they said there's shades that they can electronically come down over uh-huh. the top half because we're talking a vaulted ceiling window. And so does that help also with keeping gas in, or is that mostly to keep sun and heat out? McKay is already the masteress. Or, uh, the masteress. Master? I'm the masteress? Ma- masteress. That There's is the 2016 that... way to say, you can be the I'll be the masteress of my own mansion. So why? Why am I so good, Garth? Because you've got a property with a full back window right. view of no, an entire valley, so and that's kind of awesome. It's so pretty. But are those are those shades going to help me in the winter at all? Or is it mostly in, just to keep out sun in and In the heat? winter, actually, yeah, they kind of get in the way. In the summer, uh, you're going to run those down, and then you're not going to get the sun abuse you as much. Right. They said it is the electric bill. It goes in half in the summer. Okay, so let's go back to gas. Is there anything else? We've got our doors. We've got our windows. We've got fireplaces. Oh, yeah. I know that you in particular are... I love gas fireplaces. She hates gas fireplaces. I love them. I turn it on first thing in the morning, and it stays on most of the day. It just makes me warm to look at it. I love it. (laughs) Yes, it does. And as a result, and this is something that you actually taught me, McKay, uh, that you turn your house temperature way down, and then the family is in the family room, and you're using your gas fireplace to heat that space. Right. And it just so happens in my home that just off the family room in a hall that's adjacent to the family room is where my temperature box is. What is it called? Thermostat. Thermostat. Uh (laughs) Where my thermostat is. And so the heat gets to that thermostat and so it shuts it off. So I'm not heating my whole house when everybody's in one area. Right. I like it. And then you've got that lifestyle where everybody's one area, family togetherness. Yeah. Love at home. And I've trained them that if they're cold, put on a sweater. Uh Uh-huh. And see, my thing is that a gas fireplace is going to be quite inefficient compared to a furnace, but you're only heating one space. So even though you're heating with an inefficient source, you're only heating one space, so you're saving money. So McKay wins. Thank you. And it's cozy. And it is cozy. And then the family learns to live with each other. Right. What about insulation? Insulation. Are we talking? Yeah, we've got insulation in the walls. We've got it in the attic. As a home inspector, I will often see, like the home I did today, it had a cellulose. And I got up there, and of course, I was looking for rats and mice and raccoons. That's what entertains me as I'm getting up. You like the critters. Yeah. I like to have stuff that I know is going to make me grin and going to make them cringe. Oh, that is cruel. It is cruel. The buyer this time was a lady from Hawaii. Oh, she's used to critters. (laughs) It's all right. Apparently. (laughs) But in that particular house, we had, I'm going to say, about eight inches of cellulose. Now, cellulose is a newspaper that is recycled that's been treated so it doesn't burn. Okay. And that's good stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. 
it is not ideal because ideally you want about an R60 and uh, she had a little bit less than half of that as an R value. Mm. And by comparison, if you look at some of those older homes, maybe that were built back in the 70s, for example, you're going to have four inches if you're lucky and you're going to be about an R10. Well, you can lose a lot of heat through your roof and through bad insulation, poor insulation. I know our gas company will... They will pay you, I think, to have your house better insulated. Yes. And there is still a program as of the time that we're recording this that is a government program where you can basically get more insulation blown in for free. Awesome. And the way they do that, I understand, is that you still pay the insulation company, but then you get credits on your tax return. Oh, Well, you're also saving the money on the gas bill. So, yes, you are. In addition, now, uh, I've got this awesome pigeon story I want to tell, but we probably ought to do that in the next segment. Well, what does it have to do with? About pigeons and attic insulation. Okay. Let's make these guys go to to segment two, should we? Let's do it. Master of your mansion. We're going to hang on to that. For more information, homemedicworld.com. And any more information there? We've got all of that right there. That's a place you might want to go as you're gathering more information. Videos there, stuff you can get on Amazon. If you want to get those cameras, that's where that will be. And finally, and as always, McKay, be yourself because only McKay gets to be McKay. This is Julia McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. Oh, we are talking about eucalyptus, which has one of the most widespread uses there are. Everything from placing a few drops in your hands and inhaling, it will deeply clear your mind. It also lessens feelings of tension and promotes feelings of relaxation. And I don't know about you, but I can use a little of that in my life. And tell me about your shower, Julie. Oh my gosh, I love this in my shower. Get that steam going, put a couple drops in, and you just have like a little sauna going. Also, it has purifying properties that can be beneficial for the skin and for cleansing surfaces and the air. If you'd like to know more about eucalyptus, contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.